Alright, and welcome to another edition of Just a Guy Talking Football. I am PJ Janky. I am Just a Guy Talking. Here we go. Kickoff of Week 9. Thursday night game in between the Tennessee Titans and the Pittsburgh Steelers. We're going to preview that game a little bit, give you a couple props I like, and then we're going to get a review all the picks all the way through Sunday evening. Let's just put it this way, guys. It's not an easy week to pick. A lot of injuries are kind of um, screwing things up, messing with lines, putting uh, spreads and, par- and over-unders all over the place, but... Let's go into tonight's game, Tennessee versus Pittsburgh Steelers. Quickly, on offense, these teams are just nothing to really write home about. Tennessee's uh, averaging about 18.9 points a game. Pittsburgh's averaging 16.1. Basically, Tennessee's 22nd in the league. Pittsburgh's 29th in the league. On defense, we're seeing them about the same. Really, about middle of the pack. Um, Tennessee is allowing 20 points per game for 13th in the league. Pittsburgh Steelers are allowing 21 points per game for 18th in the league. This is a stat that that stuck out to me for the Pittsburgh Steelers. They're plus 7 in the turnover differential. Titans are minus 3. T, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers are tops in the league first. Titans are uh, 23rd. Steelers have seven interceptions to go for that, which is ninth in the league. Twelve forced fumbles, which is first. And eight fumble recoveries, which is also first. So the Steelers know how to get the ball. And they play pretty well at home. I mean, I know they lost last week against Jacksonville. You know, I know there was some talk about the refs and the calls, whichever. At the same point, you know, Jacksonville's a tough team. Really tough team. Tough defense. And tough offense. I Ultimately, I think the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to win this game. So I'm picking the Steelers to win. I did go back and forth. I do like Will Levis. I think he's adding a spark to Tennessee. I just think that if you look at it, a lot of Will Levis's stats, if you will, came on two big throws to De- DeAndre Hopkins. Now, that's all well and good. They're going to have a little bit more tape on them. Steelers are going to be ready. It's not an easy place to play. I'm going with the Steelers on this one and their defense to keep up that turnover differential, especially against Will Levis um, in his second game starting. I do think we're going to see a vintage uh, Tennessee Titans game from Derrick Henry, by the way. I think you're going to see him rush often, I think, to try to take some pressure off Will Levis. I don't think it will ultimately be enough. I think there will be some kind of turnover slash whichever, and I kind of see like a 17-10, 18-10 kind of game. Okay, a couple props I like for tonight. I'm trying to sprinkle these in for you guys. Derrick Henry, anytime touchdown, plus 130. Bank it. I would do it. I would do it today. I would do it right now if you got a chance. Another prop that I like. Each team to score one plus touchdown and one plus field goal. So at least every team, each team to get one touchdown, one field goal. Minus 140. I would book that one too. Stop what you're doing. Stop the pod. Book that one too. I, I, I definitely think that both these teams at least have one touchdown in them and at least one field goal in them. Okay, a couple, uh, couple yardage props I like. 
we saw last game, especially Deontay Johnson start to reemerge as the option for Pittsburgh Steelers in the offense. Heavily targeted, heavily, heavy, uh, caught, you know, a good percentage of them. You know, not a huge amount of yards, but still not too bad. I think he had 85 yards last week, got eight receptions up 14 targets, I believe. So 60 plus yards for Deontay Johnson, minus 105. I'd lean towards that one. I'm not going to say that Kenny Pickett's going to be throwing the ball over the field, but 60 yards for Deontay Johnson seems like a no-brainer. And then the last one that I like, once again, like I said, I kind of like the Derrick Henry vintage kind of game. Derrick Henry, 80-plus rushing yards, plus 115. I know, you know, Pittsburgh plays the run pretty well, but it's Derrick Henry. And we know what he likes to do in the second half. He likes to wear down teams and just run at them. And I think if Tennessee wants to win, they're going to try to go through Derrick Henry. Which, even though Will Love has had an amazing game last week, Derrick Henry still had 100 yards rushing. Just a little cue in there. All right. So, the official for tonight pick. Pittsburgh for the money line. Pittsburgh minus three. And I am going the under of 37. I just think that... Both these teams' defenses are tough. Both these teams' offenses, I don't know what they're going to do. So, like I said, easily could see a, another game like last week, 20-10 to 10, or 18-10, to 17-10, someplace in that realm. But definitely not a high-scoring affair. Okay, moving right along. We're going to go to the Sunday action in Frankfurt, Germany. Miami Dolphins versus the Kansas City Chiefs. This one was tough, guys. Like I said, a lot of a lot of these picks I didn't like any at all this week. But I'm going to go with the Dolphins in this one. I think the Dolphins got a little bit more high-powered offense than the Chiefs. I I do think it's going to be a shootout, but I think ultimately the Dolphins are going to have enough to uh, put this team away because I think they just have too many things to cover. So I like the Dolphins money line. I like the Dolphins plus one and a half. And I do like the over 50 and a half. Like I said, I think it will be a little bit of a shootout. That's a high total. Both these teams are very capable of putting up points. And I think that, you know, the Dolphins want to make it a track meet. And the Chiefs might want to try to get in with them. But I just don't think they have the firepower. All right, moving right along. Arizona Cardinals versus the Cleveland Browns. Supposedly, Kyler Murray had a full participant in practice. Deshaun Watson was a limited participant in practice. I don't know which quarterback's going to go in either one of these games. I don't know if it's going to be Clayton Toon versus P.J. Walker or some kind of combination of Deshaun Watson versus Clayton Toon, whichever. I don't know. The main thing I do know, Cleveland's defense is good, okay? And I just don't know what Arizona's going to be like with Clayton Toon. So I'm going Cleveland, money line. I'm going Cleveland minus eight because I think their defense, especially playing at home, is going to be rough. And I am going for the over 37.5. I do think we're going to see a little bit of scoring in this game. But I think Cleveland's going to be end up being victorious. Okay, Minnesota versus Atlanta. This is one of those games that we got to back up in because Kirk Cousins tore his Achilles. Jaron Hall, the rookie out of BYU, is going to be starting this game, even though they just traded for Josh Dobbs. Desmond Ritter on the other side for Atlanta is riding the bench. Taylor Heineke's in. I've been calling for that on this podcast, guys. So I'm going to go with Atlanta in this one. And I'm going to Atlanta minus four and a half. I just don't know what Minnesota's offense is going to be like without Kirk Cousins. I want to see what kind of game plan they have dialed up. I don't know what they're going to have dialed up. I, I know their defense is playing a little bit better, but I think Taylor Heineke has experience starting in this league. 
I think he'll be a good spark for Atlanta. I see Atlanta winning this game. Oh, and I am taking the under 37.5 because I don't know what either one of these teams is going to be able to do. Um, really, it's it's still a little... I lean more towards Atlanta, but I still don't know what either team's offense is going to put up. Okay, next one up. Seattle Seahawks visiting the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, tough one on this one too, guys. But I'm taking Baltimore at home. I am taking the Seattle Seahawks plus the six. I think they'll keep it a little closer. They're a sneaky, they're a sneaky team. I know it's a travel to the East Coast, but I think they'll keep it a little closer. Uh, I am taking the over forty-four too. I think these uh, both these teams are going to put up some points. All right, Chicago versus New Orleans. Oh, I don't have a good feeling about this one, guys. For for fellow Bears fans, I, I you know. I definitely see that this one's going New Orleans way. So New Orleans, money line, New Orleans minus eight and a half and the under 41. I can see New Orleans uh, controlling this game much like they did against New England a couple weeks ago, but we'll see what happens. Next up, Tampa Bay visiting Houston Texans. Now I know Houston, I, I know I don't mind Houston. I, I I think Houston's up and coming. It's It's a rough one that Tampa Bay is not favored in this game. Tampa Bay's been playing some pretty good ball i would say so i'm taking tampa in this one guys tampa plus two and a half and i am taking the under 40 both these teams have not put up a lot of points lately next one up tough one to pick because i don't know what's going to be happening los angeles rams versus green bay packers stafford hasn't practiced all week guys i don't know if he's going to be in i guess he's got a sprained uh ligament in his thumb if Stafford is playing, I like the Rams in this game. But I don't think he's going to play. So I got to go the other way. I'm going to go Green Bay. God help me. Green Bay minus three and a half. And then under a 38 and a half. I just don't know what these teams are going to be like. I mean, we know what the Packers are kind of like. They play competitive ball. But if the Rams have Stafford in, I think the Rams will have enough offensive firepower to beat the Packers. But I just don't know if he's going to be in. So I'm leaning Green Bay in this one. All right, next up, we got the Washington Commanders versus the New England Patriots. The Washington Commanders that have a uh, torn apart defensive line from all the trades they did this week. So I think the team's going to kind of respond to that too, guys. Usually when you see the team start to trade a lot of pieces, it doesn't necessarily respond well the following week. So I'm taking New England in this one, guys. New England money line, New England minus three and an over 40 and a half. I do think there will be some points put up. But at the end, I think Washington is starting to see the writing on the wall of a rebuild. All right, next up, Indianapolis Colts versus the Carolina Panthers. This one's a no-brainer for me, guys. Uh, I'm taking Indy in this one, even though Minshew likes to turn it over every other time. I'm taking Indy minus three. And I'm taking the over 44. Indy likes to put up some points. I don't know if Carolina's going to put up any points, but it's Carolina, guys. I just think Indy's just, it's a no-brainer in this one. The New York Giants visiting the Las Vegas Raiders. Classic game, classic opportunity to take the Raiders in this one. And I know you guys are saying, wait a minute, the Raiders stink. The Raiders can't play, can't fight up, you know, can barely put up any points. They look so dysfunctional. They just fired their coach. They just fired their GM. They're benching Jimmy G. This is a classic response game, guys. You're going to see the Raiders probably rule it on defense, especially against a Giants team that we don't know who's starting quarterback. It's probably going to be Tommy DeVito. I don't know what the status of Daniel Jones is. doesn't really matter. Their offense has not been looking good. 
as of late. I know the Giants' defense is good. I think they're going to give Las Vegas some problems, but at the end of the day, I think Las Vegas pulls this one out, guys. You know, response to McDaniels being fired. Okay, big game of the week. NFC East matchup. Dallas Cowboys versus the Philadelphia Eagles. The home team in this one is the one I'm picking. Because I think if this game was in Dallas, I think Dallas wins. I think since it's in Philly, I'm taking Philly money line. I am taking Philly minus three. I think it's probably going to be about a push on that one. And I am taking the over 47. I think, like I said, the next game that they play in Dallas, I think Dallas will win that one. But it's the home team on this one. I just think that the Eagles crowd's going to get up for playing Dallas. Next up, we got the Buffalo Bills visiting the Cincinnati Bengals for a Sunday night primetime game. Buffalo is going to be looking to get a little revenge against Cincinnati since they knocked them out of the playoffs last year. I don't think that's going to matter. I think Cincinnati's, you know, got its slow start out of the way. I think they're starting to roll. They just beat the tar out of the San Francisco 49ers at home. I think they're going to catch Buffalo on this one, guys. So I'm taking Cincinnati. I'm taking Cincinnati minus two. But I'm taking the under 49 and a half. I think uh, the defenses are going to show up a little bit more in this game than you expect. And I think Cincinnati is going to end up winning this one with uh, a couple turnovers from Josh Allen. All right, guys. There we go. There's all the picks up through Sunday night. Stay tuned tomorrow. We're going to do the peas with PJ. Picks, props, and parlays. We'll give you a little college corner picks. See what we got going on for action for this weekend. But until that next time, guys, thank you for joining Just a Guy Talking Football Podcast with PJ Janky, and I'm out.